0: Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Thursday, October 29th. Florida, Florida, Florida. That is the heart of the presidential campaign trail today as both Donald Trump and Joe Biden hit the sunshine state. We'll discuss that. Plus, the court battles over mail-in ballots continue. Some big rulings from the Supreme Court. And finally... Some Republicans in key Senate races playing real defense today. Florida is known for holding very close elections in presidential contests. This year will be no different. There are a couple of Florida polls out today showing Biden perhaps slightly edging ahead of of Donald Trump, but it is a margin of error race and it is a toss-up state. And here's what's key, folks. It's got 29 electoral votes. It is a huge electoral prize on the map, but it doesn't mean the same thing for each candidate. Trying to find a path to 270 electoral votes for Donald Trump without Florida as a part of his map is near impossible. You can do it. You can get on your Road to 270 website on CNN.com and play with the states and, and see what you could come up with. But it is very, very hard to find a plausible path for Donald Trump to re-election without Florida's 29 electoral votes in his column. We will see him in Tampa today, and we will see his Democratic opponent, Joe Biden, On both sides of the state, quite frankly, we'll see him in Broward County, a Democratic base area. But we will also see him in Tampa, a critical battleground region in the Sunshine State. And with COVID cases on the rise and with seniors, the most vulnerable population, dealing with coronavirus, a very important factor in the Florida vote, you will see both candidates continue to sell their very different messages on issue number one, the coronavirus. The Florida tourism industry and hospitality industry will come roaring back very soon. It's ready to happen. We're making the turn. We've got the vaccines coming very soon. Millions of people out there are out of work, on the edge, can't see the light at the end of the tunnel, Donald Trump has given up. Here's what else matters today. A late-night ruling from the Supreme Court dealing with two critical battleground states and how long they are allowed to accept ballots and count them after Election Day, as long as those ballots are postmarked by Election Day. North Carolina and Pennsylvania. And what the Supreme Court did was leave in place lower court rulings. In North Carolina, ballots that are postmarked by Election Day can be received and counted up to nine days after Election Day. And in Pennsylvania, ballots postmarked cast by Election Day, can be received for three days and still be counted after Election Day. Remember, more people are voting by mail in this election than ever before because of the pandemic. And so... What Democrats have been fighting for is because of that, trying to get some states to agree to some of these extended deadlines beyond Election Day, as long as the ballots were cast according to the rules and postmarked by Election Day. But due to the mail, due to the influx in mail, and due to the uh, ability for the elections officials to actually handle this huge influx of mail ballots, the Democrats have been fighting for these extended deadlines. The president is totally against them. Uh, He thinks if a ballot is not counted... On Election Day, it should not count. That's not true, according to the rules. That's not how it works. Uh, legitimately cast ballots should be counted as long as they were cast according to the rules. And in some of these states, the rules allow for that counting and receiving of those legitimately cast ballots beyond Election Day. But just so we're clear, folks, this court ruling does not necessarily apply to after Election Day. So you can imagine Republicans and Democrats who have been skirmishing in the courts all the way up to the Supreme Court about pre-election day rules and the counting of ballots and the deadlines, this is all going to change as soon as we hit election day and we actually have results in. If there are very close contests and states are sort of hanging in the balance, you're going to see a whole new round of litigation to the courts about recounts and contested elections, and those rules will be revisited by the courts at that time. So this does not mean that there won't be uh, more litigation, even in Pennsylvania and North Carolina, Because of this Supreme Court ruling. And finally, today, don't take your eyes off the battle for control of the United States Senate. We see some Republicans dealing with some tough headlines this morning, playing real defense in some of the most critical contests. Listen to how Democrat John Ossoff went after Republican incumbent David Perdue in their debate last night in Georgia. It's not just that you're a crook, Senator. It's that You're attacking the health of the people that you represent. In the other Senate race in Georgia, where Republican incumbent Kelly Loeffler is running to extend her time in the United States Senate, she had this inexplicable moment with reporters on the campaign trail this week when asked about what may be Donald Trump's most infamous piece of videotape, which, of course, is that Access Hollywood tape. You're still not disagreeing with President Trump's statements about personally sexually assaulting women? I'm not familiar with that. To think that Kelly Loeffler, a United States senator, is unfamiliar with the Access Hollywood tape that emerged on the political scene four years ago, where the president clearly talks about sexually assaulting women... It just defies credulity, folks. And if she thinks this is the way to keep the president on her side and not distance herself from him in any way by just, like, ignoring reality or just lying to reporters that she's not familiar with it, I'm not sure that that is going to serve her as well as she thinks. And finally... This may have been the most amazing moment at President Trump's rally in Arizona. He clearly had no interest in really hearing from Martha McSally, the Republican incumbent running in that high-profile Arizona Senate race, uh, but I guess felt obliged to do so. Listen to how Donald Trump brought up Martha McSally to the stage to put before all those Arizona voters who were there to see him at his rally. Martha, come up just fast. Quick, quick. Fast. Fast, come on, quick. You got one minute. One minute, Martha, sake. They don't want to hear this, Martha. Come on, let's go. Quick, 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 quick. Come on, let's go. All right. I'm coming. Thank you, President Trump. All of this is to show you that even in these closing days, these vulnerable Republican incumbents running in these critical Senate races are still doing so from a defensive position. Just watch, on election night, as the Senate map fills in, Mitch McConnell puts his chances at staying majority leader at 50-50. If Donald Trump has a really bad election night, it's hard to see how all of these Republicans hang on. That's it for today's political briefing. If you could please do us a quick favor, go to CNN.com briefsurvey and tell us what you think about the podcast. We'd really appreciate it. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. CNN Political Briefing is a production of CNN Audio. Megan Marcus is the executive producer, and Haley Thomas is the senior news producer. Raj Makija is our senior production manager. Our episodes are produced by Will Cadigan, Mimi Mutessa, and Emily Liu, and engineered by Francisco Monroy. David Toledo is the team's production assistant.